0: Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Reverend Keith, Priest, my preamble. He, he did absolute justice to the preamble. So, let's go fast. I want us to close on time. Praise the Lord. Divine guidance. What is divine guidance? How many? Who remembers one definition that Prophet Julius gave for divine guidance? Unhindered or uninterrupted access to the will and word of God. Yes. Anymore. Being led by God consistently. Yes? Any more? Yes, please. Say Doorway to enlightenment and, and abundance. Yes? Having access to God's mind on any matter. There are many more. Okay? Please write it down. Go back and listen to that portion of the sermon, okay? Go and listen to all the men of God that came here. It's all defined, divine guidance. So my work is easier this morning, okay? But let me add one one one, one more thing to to it for you, okay? Write it down. And I want you to, all these definitions, pray that it will become a reality. For instance, the unhindered access to God's guidance continuously, not sometimes. Because God leads every time, but he doesn't speak every time. And yet, and yet, in every situation, God is saying something. Therefore, the voice of God, as you know it, is not necessarily what He's speaking. Just like Prophet Julius demonstrated to you that everything around you is communicating something. Why? Because as a child of God, you live in Christ, you move in him and you walk in Him. Therefore, everything around you is fashioned to communicate God's counsel to you through dreams. Interruption, interactions oh 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 cool, baby sometimes you are going somewhere and somebody will meet you and since i see the person is delaying you god is communicating something to you do you understand me sometimes by that small delay you escape an accident do you understand so everything god uses to communicate to you dreams some promptings. Most of the time, when God is prompting some of you, you say something said. It may not be the direct voice of God, but it is the Spirit of God giving you a prompting because you are a spirit being. And uh, and your ideal state, when you became born again, your ideal state is that your spirit is supposed to communicate with God 24-7, spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit. God your spiritual ear is in your heart. Your spiritual eyes is in your heart. God wants to communicate with that spirit which does not sleep 24 7. Your body will sleep, but your spirit doesn't sleep. Say, I'm a spirit being, created in the image of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So, with that in mind, as Jesus said in John chapter 5, what I see my father do, I do. He said, My father works up till now. And so I work. But the night time comes when no man can work. When, if no man will work in the night time, it means that God might have ceased working. But God hasn't stopped working in the night. Just that when God is working in the night, because of the condition of the night season, man cannot even imitate God in the night season. In the night season, man needs to be careful and watch God work. You didn't hear me. You will understand it later. When the night time comes, man must not be agitated. Man must learn to be still and know that he is God. Even in the grave, he is God. Death, darkness cannot hold him captive. What shall separate us from the love of God? Shall death, in death moments, man is not working. Man is grieving. But God, God's love is still at work. You didn't get me. I said that, he says shall tribulation. In tribulation time, man is unable to work, but God is at work. And, and that tribulation will not impair your life. God is at work. He said, Moses, surely I say to you, the son of man can do nothing. But what he sees here. Let's go, verse 20. Let me show you something. This is not my scripture, but let's, let's flow with it. For the Father loves the Son. Everybody underline this. Last month, I'm preparing a message on this scripture. Some of you, if you watch my WhatsApp status, I posted the scripture. For the Father loves the Son. Everybody, one go. For the Father loves the Son Uh and shows him all things that he himself does. Uh, He didn't enter. He didn't enter. Again, read it. For the Father loves the Son and shows shows him him all things things that 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 he himself himself does. does. And he will show him greater works than these, so that you will marvel. God says, The more you deepen your love for him, he is deepening his love for you. And because he loves you, his intention one of the marks that God loves you is that he will show you what he himself is doing. And he says, For people to wonder about your life, he will show you greater works. It has not entered, don't worry, it has not entered. I was reading last month. I was reading and the Lord whispered this to me. I I, I was rolling on the bed. I posted it on my WhatsApp status and I put it in red. To be visited again. The nectar was too sweet. The father loves the son. So he, God leads us by instructions, by teachings, by showings. Write it down. I've not defined. Uh, gui- uh. Divine guidance is the influence. The governing influence. Divine guidance is a governing influence of God upon the spirit of man to give him continuous access to his will, his mind, his purpose for man to fulfill his purpose. So it's a 24 it's 7 a thing, it's not sometimes. It is not just when you are, you yourself, you are confused in life. God wants to guide you before you you, you get confused. Do you understand me? It is the interest, it is in the interest of the shepherd to guide the sheep where they should feed. The sheep must not go astray before they start bleeding for the shepherd to come around, no. The good shepherd goes ahead of the sheep and the sheep follow. So it is not the sheep that cries out for guidance. It's the shepherd that sends his voice ahead of the sheep. Why? Because he loves the sheep. We will see that in John 10 very soon. God loves you so much so that he wants to continually guide you when you are awake, when you are asleep. In every situation. In every situation. Not in major situations only. In every situation. Praise the Lord. Why? Because the end game is that his glory and his purpose must be fulfilled in your life. God is interested in manifesting his glory in your life. Say, I am blessed. Yes. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. So the scripture that uh, uh, Reverend Keith made us read our, is part of our anchor scriptures for the theme of the month. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23. What was our theme for the month? divine guidance and preservation. Okay, so if you have read it, you notice that this is one of the anchor scriptures. It says, oh Lord, I know. I'm going into details because Reverend Keith did justice to it this morning during the prayer topic. That it is not in man. You don't have the ability. This word is a sharp contrast to something that Ecclesiastes says. The book of Ecclesiastes says that Lord, you have laid divinity or eternity in the heart of man. And yet man does not know. In other words, what the writer of uh, Ecclesiastes is saying is that God has placed the way of life in your heart already. Where you should go, what you should do is already there. But because of the fallen nature, number one, and the, and the deceitfulness of riches and the worries of this life, which has numbed and clouded your focus, it has become very difficult for you to be able to navigate the path of life that heaven has given to you. So the writer comes. Okay, he has given the scripture Exodus three eleven. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity. What is eternity here? He's talking about everything that heaven has ordained you to do, to become, and to walk in. The assignment, your very destiny. So when you are praying, Father, what is your way for my life? What should I do? The scripture, this scripture is telling that he has already put that in your heart. It was part of the starter pack when you were born. The starter pack that was given to you, the day you came on here. That's why prophet will tell you that, that this child, when she was coming to this world, he came with this. Eternity was put there. The reason why prophet says to Guard your heart with all diligence, because out of it are the issues of life. Is because the issues, the ways, the counsels of God for your life, your eternity, your destiny is already there. That is how come the number one place that the devil likes to corrupt is your heart, and the second place is your mind. If he can corrupt your heart, then he has sown his tears in that the eternity. So you see that you start taking steps that heaven does not expect you to take. Heaven, the the angel of your destiny will go like, ah, but I have planted eternity in his heart. He should know where he should go. And yet, why are you confused? You should know that this man is not your husband. Why are you chasing after him? You should know that it is Canada, not UK. Or it is UK, not Canada. You should know. Eternity was put there. Why? Why? But you compare your life to somebody's own, and because the person is flourishing in their place of establishment, you want to also go there and be established. Somebody sold pure water and they succeeded, so I must sell pure water. Instead of investigating the ordinations of your destiny and finding out in the volumes of the book, it is written of me that I should be a lawyer and an accountant. Oh, this woman is selling at Makola and is making money, so me let me go and sell. So because of comparison and healthy competition, this person prophesied this way, so me I want to prophesy that way. Abraham never prophesied, and yet God himself, not a human being, called him prophet. We never saw Abraham say, that says the Lord. But God warned a king, return his wife to him, and let him pray for you because he's a prophet. A silent prophet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eternities in your know, Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father in the name of Jesus. I activate. under And this atmosphere of your word. This atmosphere of your word. Every divinity, every divinity, an eternal counsel, an eternal counsel that you have placed in my heart that you have placed in for, mind, the accomplishment for the accomplishment of my destiny. Of my destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah 10 says, It is not a man to direct his own self. your own steps. You can tell somebody when people are playing soccer, oh, you should have done it this way. You should have done it this way. When an apostle is preaching, he should have quoted the scripture. He should have preached this way. If it is me, I can preach. Let the apostle give you the microphone right now. Oba, It is very easy to mark somebody's work. That is what happened to Baomia. He was marking Setekbeh. Uh, Making and he became, and everybody thought he was smart. Now he came into power and he noticed that it's not about English. And it's not even about the fundamentals. It is dribbling them. And now they themselves are saying that there is hardship in the land. They've been working on it close to eight years now. See, it is very easy. That's why if you are a critic, you should be very careful. Because it is very easy to look at somebody making a mistake and condemn him. You, that you are condemning, check your own life. What are you doing? The myriad of mistakes you are making that nobody has spoken about. Because the other person is in the limelight, his weakness is pronounced. But you... Your own that nobody has seen. If it was put in a limelight, will you survive? Do you understand me? So it says, it is not a man who walks to direct his own, but it is easy to direct somebody. Praise the Lord! It is easy to say, oh, we want Nene, we want Kasaye. we want ah. Now we were Jimmy Powell. By the way, what is the key word for a comedian? It's by the way. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, as the man of God told you, because of this truth, okay, everybody therefore needs someone to guide him in in the ways of life. And because of the importance of your destiny, because of the of the weight of your destiny, because of the far-reaching, eternal consequences of your decisions and your destiny. You need somebody who just doesn't know tomorrow but controls time and seasons and owns the future to direct you. Your fellow man that you depend on does not know tomorrow. At best, he may be a good strategist. So Proverbs says, by many counsel, wage war. By what? Many counsel. In other words, when you are going to take a decision, when you are going to fight the fight of life, you must listen to people who have gone ahead of you. Elders, people who have been through life, to tell you that life is like this. Life is like that. Have you noticed that very elderly people, let's say the person may not even be born again, but because he has gone through life, sometimes they will give you counsel and it's like, see if God is speaking. It's like a prophecy. Why? Life has a way of letting people know that ah, uh, okay, it is not about your youthful exuberance. That is why I tell young people, if today you, 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 young girls, you wake up, have you seen when you were in JSS and, 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 and in uh, secondary school, when you put your palms, you walk, you don't want your leg to touch the ground, somebody's talking to you, hey, he's talking to me. Very soon you'll be old cargo. The way you look at that old woman passing by you, or you look at your mother and you see that her bobby stand has become bobby drop, very soon gravity will work on yours too. Very soon. It's just a matter of time. When you are there, you, are probably, you think no wrinkle, it will come. It will come. Buy all the creams to cheat time. Put all the ponds. Put all put all the debt after bathing. Go and take all the clay and, and fill up the air to you can't cheat life. The day you wake up in the morning and you forget and you open the door. Somebody will eh? <laughs> and so we don't commit ourselves to temporary things. We hand over our life to the one who is himself eternal. He has not just gone through where you are going, but he owns the path of where you are going. And so he says for him, the end does not justify how you got there. How you got there justifies the end. And so he says, I will guide you, Psalm 32. I will guide you with my eye. Psalm 32 verse 8. I will guide you. Okay. He said, I will instruct you. The way you should go. And I will guide you. I told you that God guides us by instructions. I will instruct you. So in guidance, when we are going to walk, the theme of the month is not just for this month. It's for the rest of your life everything I give for the year and for the month is supposed to be part of you for the rest of your life. It's supposed to be a guiding light for the rest of your life. Do you understand me? Papa? that's why I want you to be teaching these things there. Okay, so that we, all our people are the same page. Do you understand me? Okay, I will instruct you. So, instructions is part of divine guidance. Pay attention. Who is speaking here? God. Yes, God will use human beings, but the number one thing God wants to do is to instruct you himself. So he tells us that all scripture is heavenly inspired. Profitable for what? Rebuke? What? Hey. All I'm hearing is... Put the scripture there. One go, everybody. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. For doctrine, number one. What is doctrine? I've thought on this several Teach. times. That is teachings. So the Holy Spirit teaches. When you are going to walk in divine guidance, you are then going to receive teachings. Number two, for reproof. Reproof. What is the meaning of the word reproof? Is what rebuke, blastings, blastings, blastings. You are not responding. Amen. Men of God, I have the mandate to blast. Amen. So when I come and stand here, what I'm not supposed to be doing is to do it in anger, but I'm supposed to blast reprove. Other version says rebuke. Give me different versions so that they will say I'm, I'm making it up. One go. All scripture by, is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what, what is, is true, true and to make, make us, true, us realize what, what is, is in wrong in our lives. It is not called judgment. When I tell you that, stop fooling. I'm not judging you. I am blasting you. I am correcting you. And I am well within my right to do that as your pastor. Do you understand? Divine guidance. Sometimes the shepherd must shout at the sheep. Hi! Sometimes the shepherd canes the sheep. He said, if I do not chastise you, then you are a bastard and not a son. Is that not so? So divine guidance comes with instructions Okay, give me um, NIV. Last one, let's go quickly. Or any other version. Which one is one? Amplify. All scripture is God breath, given by divine inspiration. When you see the word divine, he's talking about God, not just spiritual, but God. Mm. Okay? And it's profitable for instructions, for, for conviction. conviction. That word conviction is a very interesting word. Because you see, no, let me, if I go into I'll deviate. But every time you are divinely guided, you receive conviction. It is a divine assurance, approval, that this is where I'm supposed to go. When a contrary voice comes says, oh, do it this way, that person is seen from their angle. They may have seen facts, but the truth you heard is your conviction. You don't mind them. So the prophet said, oh, don't do the wedding on this day. It will rain. He said, I got a conviction that I should do this day. Thank you for revelation. Father, I hear it is going to rain that day. I stand on your word. And I use your word to superimpose on that what the devil wants to do. I can't. Let me tell you something. If a prophet puts you in a cage because of his prophecy, he's a fetish priest. This word of God is our final authority. On any matter. So the prophet will see facts, what the devil is doing. Don't fight the prophet. Isaiah goes to Hezekiah King, the Lord says I should tell you, put your house in order, you are going to die. Hezekiah doesn't fight the prophet. Hezekiah doesn't call the prophet doom's prophet. Hezekiah says, I hear you. Hezekiah takes the word of God because it is written that if you serve me, you will spend your days in pleasure. Your years. Okay? He said that I will satisfy you with long life and salvation. You didn't promise that the people who serve you will will be cut off in the prime of their life. Father, me and you, we have a covenant. I have served you. I have done this. I have done that. You cannot take me from this world now. I am not done. God says, Jerry, go back. Isaiah, go back. Go and tell him he will live. He took God's word to God and said, By the word of God, I cancel this death. By the word of God, I cancel this danger. The prophet who is not growing is the one that will tell them, because of this, don't do this. Otherwise, you no, you are a fetish priest. The word of God is a final authority. Don't despise prophecy. Judge prophecy. I repeat. The scripture says, don't despise prophecy. The scripture also says, judge prophecy. You judge prophecy by the word. It must be consistent with scripture. And it must not bring bondage. It must bring liberty and God's counsel to bear. That is the governing influence of God. That the people of God may be thoroughly equipped. Put the scripture back there. Hallelujah. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. 17. That the man of God, and he's talking, talking about me, he's talking about you. You are of God. Say, I am of God. He said, beloved, ye are of God and have overcome them. For greater is he. That is in you. Then ye are of God. So you are a man, a woman of God. Say, I'm a man of God. That the man of God may be complete. So the reason for divine guidance is for your completion, completeness, thoroughly equipped for every good work because of the destiny, because of the assignment. Because of the destiny you are carrying. Hallelujah. So, Be very deliberate about receiving instructions. Go back to my scripture. Psalm 32, verse 8. It says, I will instruct you. And then number two, I will teach you. Doctrine is teaching. So divine guidance also comes... The the Reverend Ntiamar told you from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that what you access, the means to access guidance is through the Holy Spirit and your love for God. Is that not so? Now, when you have access to the Holy Spirit, this is what the Holy Spirit is going to do. The Holy Spirit is going to instruct. He gives instructions. He is master. He will show you what to do. The Holy Spirit does not allow me to disrespect my junior pastors. He won't. He, He won't. I don't have the right. Was it uh, Rev. D that says he was somewhere when the man of God goes to use a porcelain facility, you go and because he's training you. That's not what the Holy Spirit does. The discipleship of the Holy Spirit does not include abuse. And it does not include manipulation. But it includes teachings and instructions. Do you understand me? There is a difference between manipulation and instructions in righteousness. So if that instruction is not in the righteousness of God, it is manipulation. If somebody is telling you that disconnect from your father, disconnect from your mother, he is manipulating you. If, if somebody tells you that, oh, your brother who is serving the Lord with you has come to you, says, oh tell Then somebody says, Oh, this guy don't be he's here to take gather information, and you have not heard from God, he's manipulating you. That's our gossip. does. The, the intention or the, the, the weapon of the devil with gossip is for, for manipulation. When 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 you when you hear gossip. Or when you hear accusations against, you are being manipulated to start hating and to start suspecting. And then the blessing that must come from your brother to you is cut off. This is why the body of Christ is not growing. Because too much suspicion which breeds strife. That's how come two Christians cannot do business forever. The devil always finds a way to plant the seed of discord through suspicion. And we are quick to hear the suspicion than the conviction we got from the beginning. And David behaved himself wisely. That in all matters, whethersoever Saul sent him, he went and God was with him for he behaved himself wisely. You are not a wise man when you start undermining your boss. Because one day, you become a boss. God is raising you to be a boss. You don't start learning the trade by undermining those in authority, those ahead of you. He said, "Whatsoever your hands find to do, do it with all your might." He said, "Do it as unto the Lord." You don't, you don't, you don't, and you don't go to work late and and speak in tongues. You are not a child of God. you you, you don't you don't steal. Company time to do your own side business and go and speak in tongues. You don't make make, dubious profit by your boss's business and come and give tithe and hope that you'll be blessed. These things ought not to be so. So the first The reason why God, he said, I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go is that there are some things that is not synonymous with the character of Christ. So God will lead you out of that nature. And when the Spirit of God begins to instruct you, then you will bear the fruit of the Spirit as enlisted in Galatians. He says, now the fruit of the Spirit or the evidence of the divine guidance is love, peace, joy. Do you understand me? So there is an evidence, there is is a definite proof to show that somebody is truly being led by the Lord. Give me uh, Galatians 5. We'll come back to uh, 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 Psalm 32. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. So somebody that is being led, he will produce this nature. He will not say, I'm walking in love. Meanwhile, no. And not your kind of love. I've, show, I've taught you. The kind of love that seeks the best. That Oh, the kind of love that covers multitude of iniquity. You didn't hear me. If your love is only because things are fine between us, you, you never loved. You have not started loving. Love is not a feeling. No, I don't feel love for you. You never loved. Have you ever felt hope before? Have you ever felt faith before? If you didn't feel her her two siblings, how do you want to feel her? You didn't feel hope. You didn't feel faith. But you want to feel love. They are not in the gamut of the flesh. They don't belong to the realm of feeling. You will feel hungry. You will feel thirsty. When somebody's Put his hand on your cheeks in a hard way. (laughs) You will feel what? (laughs) Hallelujah. He put his hand on where? Your cheeks. How? In a hard way. You will feel the hurt, but when the Holy Spirit begins to lead, and the foot of you won't feel it, because love is a product of the Spirit, and it's a decision you walk in. I don't need to love you because we are fine. My Father in the Lord called me and said, "You are commanded to love, so you must love." But as for relationship in close proximity. It's a choice. You, you are forbidden to hate. You are forbidden to wish evil. In, oh, when we talk about divine guidance, everybody wants to be guided into their destiny to do great things. Before that one comes, the, the, if the Lord cannot guide your spirit, he cannot guide your body. The physical result of progress you want to see is first done internally. So the work of the spirit of guidance is an internal work first. That is why he comes to instruct, to rebuke. The rebuke is for you. Oh, if God loves me, he won't rebuke me. It, 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 yo, check that Holy Spirit. He's not holy. He will rebuke you. Remember this here. Yeah. When she gets an uh, 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 apostle, uh, this one, I say, forget about what the person did to you. You, your heart, go to God, Father human. Apostle, by you, you don't care what the person is doing. So will you talk to the person? Whether I will talk to the person or not is none of your business. You, check your heart. Because, yes. God is interested in everything, but God is interested in you. Right now, the person is not here; You are here. And God is interested. Let me tell you, when somebody does something against you, be careful. Otherwise, you'll be worse than the person in your reaction. The work of the spirit of God is to conform you to the image of Christ. That is his work. So He says, but the fruit of it is love. Are you showing the kind of love that heaven approves of? Joy, peace. Are you peaceful or are you are cutting cross? If there is battle anywhere, you are the one they will come and call. If your friends want to go and fight, you are the one they will come and call. If they are looking for people to insult somebody, okay. If you're boasting in, in your negativity, then you are boasting in the fact that you have a first class ticket to hell. You, are not, you don't belong to the kingdom. May God spare you that. Yeah. Young ladies, let me talk to you. I'll come to the guys. My time is gone. I use half of the time to preach anger. Forgive. You see, there are things the Holy Spirit is doing on you right now. You hate it. I'm talking to the ladies. Okay? But God is setting your heart up for good behavior in, in your number one ministry called marriage. Hear me. Marriage is a platform that will prove our Christianity more than any other aspect of life. In marriage, you swore before God's people that I will love you, behold you, hold. And then you go home and then you are abusing the person. You are not submitting. In love, there is submission. And I've heard some few men of God and other people make this comment. It is never true that the woman is now commanded to love the man. It's not true. I've heard well-meaning people say that men don't need love. It's a lie. Go to Titus. You see there. there. Teach the older women to teach the younger women to love their own husbands. My time, my time. The spirit of the Antichrist the spirit of the Antichrist is gradually gaining so much governing influence on our hearts and making the ways of God look foolish and arguing against it. So it is prideful to tell your husband, I didn't cook for you because you didn't provide. I won't do this for you because you didn't do. Jesus didn't say or the word of God didn't say, if he does this for you, you to do this for him. It's a command, love, because you are going to be judged by that ordination. So right now you are single. When God is teaching you to be obedient to your parents, he is forming Christ in you. Men, when God is giving you instructions, putting you under instructors, your fathers, and even sometimes women, don't let the culture of the day tell you that we don't listen to women. Women must not teach because God is building Christ in you. If you are disobedient to instructions, your own voice will not be obeyed. Because you have sown disobedience. Because you are going to sit with a woman that heaven calls suitable helper. There is no helper who doesn't give instructions. As the women. Mommy, don't you give your husband instructions in righteousness. (laughs) Many men think that because the scriptures make them the head, therefore only their voice matter. It's because you didn't learn the art of followership. So you don't know what it means to follow and not be listened to. But if you have learned it, you will learn to hear the voice of the one that is following you. But it's not just a follower, but a suitable helper. Because the reason why he's a suitable helper is that he has been endowed with the grace of wisdom, counsel, for you to fulfill the divine assignment. So God guides a man through his partner, the wife. God guides a woman through his partner, the husband. So divine guidance is not some, just for some superfluous physical uh, manifestation. There are deep things that you must acquire personally. So the Holy Spirit's first work is you. When God brings a man to himself, his attention is not on the crowd. His attention is on you. He must first make you a suitable vessel, a vessel of honor by cleansing you. So he will instruct you so that you produce this fruit. He will teach you how to do long suffering, not short suffering. How to endure pain for a long time. How to endure foolishness for a long time. Because like I always keep saying, "Now nah, forgive me. You see, beautiful now. Nah, you meet beautiful now nah on the street, and you go like, "Wow, this is the girl of my dreams." Shape our shape, body our body, face our face, smile our smile. Holy girl, Zion daughter, Papa B. My God, America, America. Very soon, slangs are slangs. He's watching, he's watching, he's watching. What a girl! Then as a young man, you see I of pum pum. This is my missing rib. I have found my missing rib. But have you realized that most things, when they are missing and they are found, they are often dirty. You don't understand. Eh? They are dusty. It needs to be cleaned. Why have you changed your sitting position? <laughs> you, are, you, you are a betrayer. You have betrayed your wife right now. <laughs> no matter the physical pollution, there are things you are going to encounter. Say encounter. Encounter. And it is not a divine encounter. Wow. You will encounter mannerisms. You will encounter attitude. You will encounter personality traits. You will encounter eating habits. You will encounter a certain relationship with water and soap. Most girls, if it is a holiday and it is raining... Morning to nine pm, no bath. Their relationship with water and soap during that time is very limited. All the ladies give the Lord a wave and a clap offering. Like <laughs> you say what? Now you want peace. (laughs) But ladies, before I continue, why do you do that? Who did you learn it from? Mrs. Hata, who did you learn it from? You don't know. It just came. It's an anointing. (laughs) Jessica. You see, most of of these beautiful girls, you have not met her. Just tell uh, Jessica. Jessica, I'm coming to your bedroom. He say wait, I'm coming. <laughs> Why should I wait? The rain is beating me. <laughs> because most of you single ladies, half of your bed has your wash things that has not been packed. On the bed. Your makeup is on the bed. I shouldn't talk about it. Mrs. Queen say I should stop it. So let me continue the message. God bless you. Now it's not like that. If you go to nurse room, it is clean. When you meet now, you meet a very good attitude. In fact, she's already, ah, she's a Zionite. Guys, the only thing I'll say to you: wash your boxes. That's the only thing I'll say today. Everyone do say it's not true. They say they sh- you should save your armpits. You see, the ladies have issues. <laughs> So you meet the person. The reason why we get disappointed is that beyond the physical facade, there are inner issues. And your good nature is not in how you dress. It is in the inner person hidden from people. But you see, marriage is a platform where you can't hide character. You can't hide attitude. The person that you were crazy about that you thought you could not live without, very soon you wake up in the morning and say, what was wrong with me? (laughs) Why? Father, which ancestral demon made me to choose this one? Look at how she's sleeping. Look at how he's snoring. Look look at how he chews. Look at how... Ah. Eh? When she sleeps, she will flattenate... All manner of sounds coming from the bedroom. Is this the same person that I used to see in church sitting down with polish? Wow. Mrs. Arthur. wow. Samuel, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> see how Samuel has put the handkerchief on their mouth and he's looking at me. Samuel, Why? <laughs> They don't fart. You have not. You are married, so I don't need to talk much. I was counseling a couple, premarital counseling. They fought in front of me because of fat. They fought literally. They fought and they postponed their wedding for six months because of fat. The lady, the guy said, "Are you saying that when we are sleeping on the bed, you will be farting on me?" And the lady said, why would you expect me to excuse you to go to the washroom to go and fight before I come back? <laughs> Coco, do you go to the washroom to go? And, ah, you feel free. You feel free. You feel free. So, so it is funny, eh? Yeah, but you see, I'm telling you that. Everybody has a certain nuance. It may be annoying. So if you don't know how to do long suffering, every day you'll be complaining about somebody because your intention is to change the person. You, nobody has been able to change you from the day you were born. The person will not change. So you will learn the fruit of the Spirit called long suffering. Just like the Holy Spirit has been suffering your nonsense for this long. Do you understand? So God will say, this nonsense about your partner, I won't take it away. It will be there to, let, let's see whether you are producing long suffering. Do you hear me? So, what God is doing for, is for good interpersonal relationship. If it works for your relationship, it will work in your workplace. Then it will work in front of the church. Then it will work everywhere. Do you understand? Uh-huh. When I was in secondary school, I would go and minister, I would prophesy to everybody. But everybody was afraid to approach me after all. Because if you come, I will blast you. I didn't want anything to do with anybody. I wanted you to be at peace. When I finished school, and the Lord started teaching me, He said, I am calling you for people. It is my people that you are prophesying to. I love them. So you will learn to love them. He said, The gift is not for you You are are not a commercial driver who just picks people and damn them where they are going and you don't have a relationship with them. In this, my work, you will have a relationship with them. The relationship bears with love. So I will teach you to suffer, to be merciful. Then he said, why do you think I said forgive them for they don't know when, when they knew that they were actually killing me? Some of you here say, it's difficult for me to forgive. Apostle, you don't know. Listen, it's painful. It's because you are not born again. Or, you are not growing spiritually. Divine guidance brings us into divine growth. Hallelujah. Have you learned something? The Holy Spirit guides us through instructions, teachings. And the teachings is to bear Christ in us. He wants you to be perfect. He wants you to be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, not some good works. Every good work. So you are in a company. God needs somebody to fill the position of a manager, to do good works. You don't qualify. But everybody in the office says, this guy, he's a man of integrity. When, when we give him budget to handle his small project, he, use, he doesn't embezzle money. He obeys instructions. He obeys company policies and time. Less, oh, but he doesn't qualify. Let him, us give him the position and then let him do some courses to fill it up. Wow. That is God. Guidance. There is no way the guidance of the Holy Spirit will make you good in working, but terrible with people. There is no way the guidance of the Holy Spirit will make you unfaithful with money. There is no way the guidance of the Holy Spirit will make you unfaithful with another man's business. There is no way the guidance of the Holy Spirit will give you, make you proud. In fact, you need humility to be guided. We will come there next week. The requirement for guidance will come there next week. So what you see, So umu obi nyame edinenim like metu nyomno nyame tutuna na mwana. It is because zani pakono wa brena koma se ama nyame asem nyame home ene nyame I say it in English. If you see that the Holy Spirit is leading somebody successfully, it is because the person has humbled himself. Totally to God's spirit, God's word, and to God's ways. It is a deliberate decision. Child of God, it is not an easy decision. Jesus told Peter, when you were young, you made yourself ready. And you went wherever you wanted. But maturity, the signs of maturity as being led by the spirit is that you will stretch forth your hand. And another will lead you. It's another will make you ready. You are not ready to pray, but another will make you ready by instructing you to pray. You are not ready to submit, but another will make you ready to submit. Like I am giving you an instruction. Cut off. Apostle Barton, cut off. Another will make you ready. the, you will see, Sam. Those who are led by the Spirit of the Lord, one of their major marks aside these fruits is humility. They are kind. They are faithful. They are faithful because he has taken him time to teach you the consequences of unfaithfulness because one of the marks that God has is faithfulness. He said, when you are unfaithful, me, I cannot deny myself. In other words, himself is faithful. And he cannot deny that attribute. To the end. So God will not sit down and guide you that you will give a promise and you will not fulfill. I, may, I went to a church to preach. It's a big auditorium, but they had some maybe 20 chairs. The whole auditorium was empty. So I asked the man, What is it? He said, We well, had a crowd, though, but some empty. And this man is an elderly man of God. He's, you can see that he has worked and he is tired. So I said, whilst I was preaching, I said, I will give you money to fill the auditorium with uh, chairs. Sometimes when you are under the anointing and you are preaching. And I forgot about it. Almost one year passed. I was there. God said, Go and fulfill that promise. It is long overdue. I say, which promise now? You know, when God speaks, wherever your mind is, it will capture the accuracy of the day, the time. My spirit just expect it. I say, Yes, sir. Quickly, I gathered money. I didn't have enough. So I sent a message to Mrs. Lamy, give me money. I added, I sent to the man of God. I said, I'm sorry it took long. I forgot. They bought the chess. He didn't spend one CD. He didn't spend what? He bought the chess. His food auditorium of the chess. In fact, I'm remembering, it wasn't just chess, they had not done their ceiling. Miboka. <laughs> I'll give you money to buy TNG to do the ceiling. (laughs) I bought some instruments for myself when we were at Omega. I bought some instruments. It was for Zan Impact. Then I got a call to minister at One Lighthouse branch at uh, uh, Russia, the Abinia, Russia. Temasa, Ocotema, Ashaiman, Ashaiman. they menu. When I was praying, you know, when you hear lighthouse, it's an established church. So, I was praying. God said, "It's a new branch. They don't have anything. So gather the instrument, go and give it to them." I said, "Who?" So I put the instruments in the car boot. When I went, I took out the microphone. And then when I entered the auditorium, I noticed that in they baby, they don't have instrument. There's nothing. So I went to a set, because I didn't want to give them the instrument. And I had to <laughs> bring out, and then they set up, and then we preach with my organ. I had that organ. And my church that we had started, we didn't have... When the Holy Spirit is leading you, he will let you do things that doesn't make sense. How is it that we, we need organ? We have started a church. We need organ. We need instrument. Somebody brought me some money, and I've gone to buy for the ministry. And the Lord says, go and give it to this one. The guidance of the Spirit of the Lord will make you faithful. Because if you can't be faithful with small instruments, will you be faithful with Instrument that costs one million Ghana cities. You understand? So, the guiding influence of the spirit of the Lord is to make us like Christ. What I see my father do, I do. Some of the things you see your father do, they are not nice. They require boldness. You think it was for nothing that God told Joshua, be courageous and be bold. He knew that he was going to face, he was going to lead the people who would be insulting him. A people that Moses says, Wait for me, 40 days, I'm coming. By the time he comes back, they've started another religion. Only 40 days. Don't, don't insult the Israelites because you are like them. Three days fasting. How many of you did it? 12 a.m. to 3 p.m.. consistently. Lift up your hand and your leg. 12 a.m.. Because some of you you, you do the you are. 5 a.m. and then you are doing Hausa uh, cocoa and I no, it's not fasting. Say divine guidance. I prophesy over your life that in the name of Jesus, nothing will stop you from becoming what heaven has ordained you to. Be. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.